Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle, joined by Sean Shapiro. And last night, we saw a terrific victory by the Dallas Stars, 7-2 to at that new barn in Arizona. And uh, before we actually get started, uh, Sean, I wanted to ask you like a personal question. Today, I am wearing <laughs> a brand new Adidas throwback. Quebec Nordiques zip up. Okay. Now okay. on the back, the disclaimer says Colise de Quebec. Okay. So it has the fleur de lis. But am I supporting the Colorado Avalanche by wearing this? Um, I would say I, I would say no. Okay. Good. Front. Good. I would. I would I, yeah. I would, I would. I would say no on that. Um, it's just like uh, I don't think someone who wears a 
Hartford Whalers. I, I don't think someone who all of a sudden is wearing a Hartford Whalers hat is all is automatically a Hurricanes fan. So okay. I, I think it's I think you're I think you're good. All right, good, good, good. And yet to be determined when you were Minnesota Wild Gear, are you supporting the Wild or the Stars? <laughs> That's another podcast for another day. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. All right. So seven to two, a uh, terrific win in Arizona. Uh, I feel as though Arizona State actually put on the Yotes uniforms last night. Uh, boy, that was a tough one for them. But uh, what I loved last night was from the get-go how aggressive the Stars were. Yeah, it was uh, one of the things that uh, I, one of the things that I've really liked about the Stars so far in this, albeit limited, smaller sample size under Pete DeBoer is. How many times, Gavin, have you, when you look at the Stars historically, when they were a good team and they were a team that was likely going to be in the playoffs, but how many times they would kind of play down to an opponent, right? There'd be times where it would be where they would, they, they would beat the good teams, but they would beat the, they would beat the good teams, but they would also, when they won against the bad teams and they may not even beaten the bad teams, they would kind of play down to that level. And Arizona is a bad hockey team and the stars did what good teams are supposed to do when you go and play a bad hockey team. And that, and that is a, as simple as that sounds, that's a wonderful thing for, for this, for the stars, because that's not something this franchise has necessarily always done. That's something where you have to, you can only play the team in front of you, but when you play bad teams, you have to treat it like you're playing a bad hockey team. And I thought it was as complete as, a win as you could put together for the stars there. In addition to some other building blocks going forward, Dennis Gurionov scoring, I think even the, I know the first goal is always important, but like for Gurionov getting that first goal, we talked about him earlier in the week, getting that first goal is even more important just to growing that confidence and everything. So that goal, I think in, in the grand scheme of the season, that goal from that game, maybe one of the most important just to kind of see the power play clicking all these building blocks where, the question of that game was never the result of that game was never in question, but I loved how the stars treated it. Like it was a bad team that they could use to keep building things forward. And that's, that's the sign of a good team on the other side. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And just thinking off the top of my head, I remember tweeting it last year, the stars last year lost to Seattle. They were swept by Ottawa. They lost to Montreal. They lost to Arizona. Um, uh, you know, I th- yep, they lost to the Devils, and that was not a good Devils team last year. So, yeah, they took some L's last year that I think might have really put them, um, you know, would have taken them out of the wild card probably into the third spot. Uh, I know you can't win them all, but uh, you're right. Yeah. Um, it's a different look, which I which I really liked, and it's also a different look. We talked about it earlier in the week, but with Miro Haskinen back in your lineup, boy, it's a it's a calmness. It's, um, you know, kind of takes the pressure off everyone else. When you have a puck carrier uh, like Miro, it's it's really impressive. And, uh, you know, I mean, that move he made last night, oof, that was special. Yeah, and for me, the biggest moment of that game, actually, obviously there was the dance, the blue line was great. But for me, the thing that was the most this is a Norris trophy winner moment was in the first period. I think it was still only a, I want to say it was still two nothing at the time, but eight minutes in and the coyotes actually got a break and it was, and it was a Clayton Keller going the other way and Miro just skated him out of the play. 
it's that's all it was. Miro never touched the puck. He never, he, he never even, he never, all he did was basically Keller had a completely clean break. Miro cl- took a perfect angle, forced him to delay, forced him to turn back. And it just turned into a nothing play. And it's a play that there'll be no stick check on the play. There'll be no block shot. There'll be no metric at all that will show that to anyone else. But that's the type of play where you circle that and you're like, that's a Norris trophy winner right there. Where simply by moving to the right space and taking it away, he thwarted an attempt without having to do anything. That that's that's why guys should win the Norris Trophy, and that's the type of clip where if you're if you're a Stars fan and you're trying to uh, jump on the bandwagon for for Miro for Norris, that's the type of play right there where you're like, this is what this guy does. There was no shot even on the play. That that to me was the type of play right there where. That is how good this kid is in a nutshell right there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That was a great play. And uh, Clayton Keller is having a really good year on a bad Arizona team with 10 points in 10 games. Uh, we hear a lot of trade with Jacob Chitron, um, who is not, sorry, I said that wrong, Chitron, um, who has not been back in the lineup as of yet. But, um, you know, I was kind of thinking, you know, watching Keller last night, is there a market for Keller or is that something that the Yotes, you know, they want to build around? Uh, I, I think right now, not knowing the full inner workings of Bill Armstrong's plan, but if you're the Coyotes and you're looking at kind of the long term plan right now, I don't think anything is above. I don't, I don't think anything is nailed down right now. That's just to be frank. Like I, I think it's a space where if there is the right Keller is probably a guy who you think like, okay, he could be part of this, this rebuild and be part of this. But if you're looking at, Hey, we're trying to compete in three to four years and we can bring in X amount of prospects and draft picks for this guy. I I think it's something Arizona still has to still has to consider. So I, I I definitely, there's, I think Keller is definitely someone where I, I would be stunned if I don't think there's anyone in Arizona where you could be like, oh, that guy is that that guy is a a lock as a coyote. Yeah, will be there point. for next year. Like, I don't, I don't think there's anyone in Arizona where you're like, this person will play for where you could put a hundred percent bet this person will play for the Coyotes next season. So, it's such a weird franchise to look at in that realm because it and, and it just goes and it just it's just what makes the backdrop of the uh, it just what makes the backdrop of that of the arena and the Arizona State thing so even more such an oddity where it's like a temporary arena and it feels like a temporary roster not a temporary team obviously the nhl is going to keep the team in arizona that's going to happen but it's a temporary roster it's a coach who kind of knows that that's what he's dealing with and it's just there's just so many it's just just a mishmash of a roster and i mean the fact they're about to go on a 14 game road trip is uh, that's uh crazy it's yeah a bad team going on a 14 game road trip i mean it's it's the tank race. Like if, if you want to talk about the race to the bottom and where it's going to go, like it's coyotes may have it by the end of this 14 game road trip. <laughs> wow. That is nuts. That, I mean, that's a, that's a circus like road trip. Yeah. That's, that's uh, yeah. amazing. A couple other uh, people you mentioned, Dennis Gurionov. Great to see him on the score sheet. Um, right place, right time. Uh, but, Last couple of games, seeing a real good Dennis Gurionov going, you know, going hard after the puck. And, uh, you know, he kind of made that play happen, um, going deep into the forecheck and putting pressure on the uh, Coyotes. Ty Delandria 
is all around the ice and you know he is scoring however you know he's doing so many other things i i just love his aggressiveness his peskiness i think he gets on people's nerves you know with his work ethic uh i love that uh also good to see Wyatt Johnston the the streak continues and uh he just looks so comfortable out there so those are three young guys that uh i think showed themselves very well last night along with the vet the captain who once again yep. had a good game. Um, I thought he was yeah. the top star the other night, but I mean, you know, he's settling in right now. Um, and, and that's always good to see, you know, it's so funny yeah. after the game, even a victory like that. God, Jamie Ben sometimes can be such an uncomfortable interview. <laughs> yeah. Watching him. Yeah. He's just, you know, he's just like, come on. Yeah. Uh, but it yeah. was just, it was, it was, it was great to see that, you know, he's in a rhythm now too. Yeah. And, and obviously the goal he scored was a bit of the, was, pretty bad giveaway by the coyotes goalie but it's it's also kind of one of those spaces where um jamie had been getting closer and closer and and to say to use the cliche creating his own luck he had been on that track and 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 i i think it's such a good um when, when you talk about some of those to see obviously jamie kind of finding the puck in the net I think that's an important thing, but it's also not the most important thing with Jamie Ben anymore at this point in his career. I think so much of Jamie is doing all the little things he's done recently, um, being kind of that uh, overall all around two way player, that guy who who is both a leader in the locker room and, and also kind of is impacting the game physically as well, even even as even as he has slowed down a little bit. And then it just allows you just hope that it's kind of like a, like a, a ball, a ball that gets rolling, right. Where it's like, he scores, Johnston continues his streak. The Gurionov one, that, that one is, is, is huge. And, and then Delandria also like Ty Delandria, the fact that he is, uh, I think it's kind of great that Ty Delandria is, is, is wearing number 10 because he's got very, he's not nearly as physical uh, he's not he's not exactly the same as the Brendan Morrow mold. He's a little bit he's a little bit more skilled, not as physical, but he's the guy who kind of fits that mold where yeah. he's gonna be a good, very good, very good middle six guy probably for the throughout his career. Probably maybe elevates a little bit from time to time, but never gonna be much worse than that. And is always gonna be kind of like that heart and soul guy. Like he's uh he's a he's a long term uh for lack of a better word, a long-term keeper for this franchise. And uh, when we, and if you talk about the stars five, six years from now, you're probably still going to be talking about Ty Delandria's of the world because of what we're seeing right now. And while it's just going to keep building. Well, one of the guys that's gone quiet. And I say that he has eight points in 11 games is Mason Marchment. Um, two mm-hmm. points in the last five games. Don't want to hit the panic button, but you know, it's, it's good that others are stepping up and everything like that. But Boy, what a hot start he started on, and uh, you know he's just kind of gone quiet the last few games. I think he, I mean he's only really gone quiet by my view in, in the goal scoring category. Um, he had the I thought there it was a nice little play in space uh, with the little kick pass to Guriano to set up the first goal yeah, last that was night, really good. and and uh, Marchment has a lot of the uh, has a one of the Marchment is obviously for for older Stars fans who may not have seen Mason's uh, late father, Brian play. I mean, he was, he was a jerk to play against to use proper radio terminology, as opposed to the word I want to use. Uh, yeah. He was, uh, 
like, and, and that's something where while Mason made the NHL because of his offensive ability and his hands and everything like that, he has a little bit of his dad's game in him when it comes to being all over the place. The guy who, when he's not scoring, he's throwing hits. And then there's also something to it as well, where there is like, there's a hockey equivalent of having a strong chin that can get under people's skin as well. Like the amount of times Marchment will go into a collision or take the hit and it doesn't slow him down on the next shift. It doesn't slow him down from going to that collision later with the same guy. That's stuff that all wears down. And I think that's one of the things that makes him such a great fit for this team where goals may not be there right now or the last couple games, even though he did have the nice assist I felt on the ground goal. I think just, what he brings in the other elements of the game just make him such a, such a, such an asset. Like it's funny watching him play because, so he wears 27 um, in honor of his dad. And he got that number from Riley Tufty. Um, but it's funny looking at that because he's exactly what you wanted Riley Tufty to be right. When you drafted Riley Tufty, you're like, Oh, that's what we want Riley Tufty yeah. to be. Or, and it's like, so it's kind of interesting to kind of see, having watched games last year with 27 and you're circling 27 on your screen, you're like, I want 27 to do this. And now 27 is doing this and it's, and it's, and it's obviously a different player, but it's uh he's Marchman. Like that's, that's a signing where stars deserve a ton of credit for a landing them, but B also for understanding there's a human side to this sport too, where I know obviously we've heard the stories about how Mason after losing his dad was looking for some more familiarity and obviously had some um, closeness with the, with the stars assistant coaches and Steve spot and everything like that. And it's, it's something where I'm sure this being able to play like this and be able to play his game and being in this spot. Um, I, I'm sure that's been helpful for him and in, in, in all the things that I can't even imagine that he's dealt with in the last five, six months. That's a great point, and that's the perspective you get on Spitz and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle, 105.3 The Fan. He is NHL writer, covers the NHL extensively. Sean Shapiro covered the Stars, worked for The Athletic, worked for NHL.com. We're super excited to have him. Before we preview Edmonton, uh, I wanted to talk about just an NHL as a whole because it's really cool what's happening right now. If you took a screenshot, if you looked at the standings, and I'm not saying it's going to last, but my goodness, the New Jersey Devils in the East, they're beasts so far. Buffalo is on a tear. Uh, Then you even look at the Central, Dallas, Winnipeg, Chicago. I don't think that's the top three that people would pick. And like I said, it's not going to last, but boy, it's fun. I mean, what Bruce Cassidy has done in Vegas um, you know, they're on fire. And then you look at, at uh, Seattle at, as the third seed right now. I mean, there's just a lot of fun early year stories in the NHL. Yeah, the uh, the New Jersey one is it's going to be they're kind of the team where we always talk about you can only play the teams in front of you. And New Jersey may not have the most loaded schedule, but the New Jersey team and the style that we saw Lindy Ruff play, he's brought to that team as well in New Jersey. And it's and it's fun hockey. Like it is fun up and down pace, pacey hockey where you're going to have, you're going to, you're going to have high scoring games and, and everything like that. And it's, it's, it's kind of one of those teams where the devils are very similar to the 15 
16, the 15, 16 stars in the way where the only question is, do they have the goaltending that's going to be able to kind of show up when they, when they need to win that two, one game instead of the, instead yeah. of the five, four game. And it's that, that's good to see. Um, the Buffalo story is one where you look at the, I mean, the Tage Thompson kind of, I know before the season, there was some hand wringing of was the Tage Thompson contract a, a good one extension or not and everything. And, and I think obviously it's shown it's a great one. And just across the board, the one of the things that about the division that uh, the Buffalo's in is you take a look at the Atlantic right now and there's you want to find it's hard to find. It's hard to find a bad team in the Atlantic. And, and, and I even say this with that's the division where Toronto is getting raked over the coals right now because of the uh raked over the coals because of their record and i yeah. and for all of our for all of our our listeners who are only stars fans and not overly hockey fans but live in dallas look at toronto being 500 the way you would look at the dallas cowboys being two and two in dallas that's what it is yep yeah <laughs> that's like that's that that's exactly that's essentially what it is in that's what Toronto is. And so the Maple Leafs aren't actually a bad team. They're just, that's the expectation in the market. And it, it, it all fuels into that. And it's the other nice thing that I, one of the great things I always like about the first 10, 15 games of the season. And hopefully it's one of those things where you always hope it continues and further goes into November is coaches haven't figured out how everyone plays completely yet because coaches at the end of the day, a lot of them try to make the game more boring. Basically they try to, it, it becomes, it becomes, how do we limit opponents? How do we slow this guy down? How do we do that? And it's, that's why the first 10 to 15 games are always so fun. And you just, you kind of hope that you have some more of the teams that are running and gunning the New Jersey's, the Vegas is the Carolinas. You hope that they continue to have success. So it becomes like, like one of the best things that would have happened for the NHL. And I'm sure stars fans would agree with this wholeheartedly. If Dallas had gotten past St. Louis um, in the year they won, in the year they won the Western conference regular season, if Dallas had gotten past St. Louis and goes to the final, who knows, whatever, there's a chance where more people copy what Dallas did then. Like it's a copycat league. I like to see more fun. I like to see more offense and let's uh, let's go. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a, it's a lot of fun to watch. Speaking of Lindy Ruff, I wanted to get your perspective, what it was like to to cover the team with him as the head coach, because our midday show on the fan, Kevin and Corey used to have him on. And at the end, they'd always ask him, all right, Lindy, it's time to give us a Canadian fun fact. And Lindy would actually present fun facts about Canada each time. And the guys went to cover spring training. So stars were playing the Yotes. So they went to the uh, pregame skate. And afterwards, they were talking to some players and they talked about Lindy and, you know, coach had already done his uh, quick presser in the morning and he heard the guys were there and he's like, no, no, no. Usually I won't meet with the media anymore, but send him in. And he sat down with the guys and he said he loved giving the Canadian fun facts. So we'll probably have him on or try to have him on when he comes back to town. And uh, I just wanted to get your perspective because he he really seemed, I mean, coaches got to be coaches, but Lindy seemed like he had a real solid personality. Yeah, I actually have a Lindy story from about uh, within the last two weeks because the the Devils came through Detroit and I was uh, I caught up. It was a day game after it was a 
second game of the back-to-back. And so instead of doing a morning skate, they did the Devils did like the five o'clock coaches availability and everything like that. And so I went I went down to that and went to catch up with Lindy and and we're talking about uh, and asked how the and he's a great guy asked how the family was asked how how my wife and kids are doing and everything like that. But then he also gave me some uh, he also he he also uh, a little dig at me because he felt my tie was a little too loud so he gave me some fashion sense as well (laughs) in the in the the conversation and uh it's uh so i lindy was a i lindy rough hockey was good for dallas i mean it was something where it's it's unfortunate that the goal he didn't have the goaltending that they basically got right after he left but he's also he's also a really good man too like he's someone who i'll always remember the uh i've always heard the stories about the with the rich peverly incident how yeah. R- uh, rich's wife wrote a very beautiful letter letter that lindy still holds on to about it and everything like that so he's a he's someone who is uh you def you definitely want to root for and uh it's it's it's, it's interesting to seeing his place in stars history obviously going all the way back to to 99 then coaching the team and now still around so uh he's a uh, I've always enjoyed Wendy as a, as a person too. So that's that's terrific to hear. That's terrific to hear. You're listening to Spits and Suds. He's Sean Shapiro. I'm Gavin Spittle. Now the stars are on to almost hockey night in Canada, uh, a hockey night matinee in Canada as they take on Edmonton tomorrow afternoon. This is going to be an interesting matchup. I would love to get you know a stopwatch to check speeds on the ice tomorrow because this is going to be up and down hockey. Now, I think the Stars pretty, you know, over the past have played the uh, Oilers pretty well as far as, you know, shutting down some of their big guns. So, I'll be interested to see um what happens tomorrow afternoon. What are your thoughts going into this game, Sean? Yeah, well, I mean, McDavid is one of the must-watch McDavid is one of the must-watch players in this game if it's if you're flipping around in the Oilers game around you flip over just to see what Connor McDavid might do next and and so that's that's something where it's always that's always going to be the big storyline with Edmonton is what uh what could McDavid do next he's a he's a highlight reel waiting to happen and the stars you're right have done a good job of I don't want to say shutting down yeah, sorry. David, yeah. but, but, but yes, but it's, it's like, they've limiting done a good job, him. But yes, they've done a better, they've done a good job of limiting him in, 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 in his career against Dallas more so than some other teams. Now, obviously he's had his moments against Dallas, um, but he is, uh, I, I think the stars, you're going to see a lot of make David. It's going to be interesting to see, the minutes and how things are handled for the, uh, the Miller Hishkinen pair, I think in this game, I think that's going to be kind of the big matchup. You look at this because um, obviously Hishkinen and, and obviously Miller is a, is a, is a decent skater. He's not the best skater, but, he, but I think the reason him and, and Mira work so well together is they can skate off each other pretty well. So I think we're going to see that pair a ton, which is not rocket science to assume your best defenseman will play against McDavid, but you're going to see kind of some interesting line juggling where or some matchups in that game where it's going to be interesting to see the chess match of when, when will the stars try to get the get Studer out there? When will the stars try to get Hockenpah out there? Guys whose games in space are going to look worse against McDavid. So it's going to be interesting to see how Pete DeBoer kind of handles this as a road game 
as opposed to obviously if this game was at AAC, you would know every time McDavid was on the ice, Miro would be on the ice. So that's, that's kind of one of the fun wrinkles of watching Edmonton when they're at home to see kind of how coaches play this, knowing the firepower that one is going to be rolling out over almost every, almost every other shift. It feels like. And penalties have been a problem for this stars team, especially on the road. So you have to limit the penalties because listen to this Edmonton Oilers power play, Vander Kane, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl and Tyson Berry on the ice at the same time. It's, it's, it's elite. I mean, that's, there's no other way to put it. It's, it's elite. That (laughs) is elite big time. So it's going to be fun, and uh, it's it's great to see, you know, the Stars playing well right now. And, you know, as I was talking to someone yesterday in the organization, we were talking, I said, this is a fun team to watch, and that's that's what I love. And that's nothing against Bones because, I mean, he's doing such a good job in Winnipeg, and uh, they're off to a much better start than I think anyone thought. But at the same time, you know, I mean, it's just – I feel so much more confident when that first stars line goes back to the bench that there is depth scoring now, and hopefully it's uh, has some sustainability. And, and I, I think one of the biggest roles of reasons for that, and this is something that Pete DeBoer was willing to do that the past couple coaches have not been willing to do is and and this is no no offense against the player, but we actually talked about his contract earlier this week. Is he was willing to not make Radic Fox one of his favorites? And I, and I hate to, and I I don't mean to drag Radic Fox down as the reason for this or anything like that, but but Rick Bonus, Jim Montgomery, Ken Hitchcock, that trio of coaches in a row all trusted. If the game was on a line. We're going to the Fox line. Yeah. We're going to the Fox line. We're going to Fox with whether it was and it didn't and it didn't and, it, and, it, and the the number of wingers changed over a couple of years, but it was always we're going to the Fox line. And Pete DeBoer has treated Radic Fox more like Radic how Radic Fox probably should be treated at this point in his career. He's a good defensive center. He's going to be one of your penalty killers, but at the end of the day. He's not. He doesn't really bring as much to the overall game, and and it, I I think kind of having a coach that got away from to get away from having I have one line that I must use when the game is close late in the game, and must get them out there every time. Having that mentality gone, yeah, and it's I, mean, I, I think that's a, that's a huge step. And once again, I think Radic Fox is a fine piece of an NHL team. We talked about the contract earlier this week. His contract's probably fine if not for COVID, but being willing to diminish Radic Fox's role is such a minorly major thing that Pete DeBoer has done. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he expects, you know, not a lot from that fourth line as far as scoring, but he does expect them to put some numbers on the board as well. He expects Glenn, uh, Luke Glenn Denning to get some. He expects Fox to, you know, it's just a four-line team. And, you know, it's not just a checking line. It always used to bug me when the Stars started the game with a checking line. I understand that, you know, they're trying to limit opportunities in their own zone, but it's like, why don't we put the offensive pressure early on somebody? And that's that's Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things is the scoring differential in this first few games in the NHL. The Stars are at the top of the NHL 
as far as scoring differential. They're getting out of the gates early, and they're scoring, and it just comes back to that aggressive play and coming at their opponents and kind of putting them on their heels early. Yeah, my biggest frustration was I I was – I always uh, – my biggest frustration came at the start of overtime when you would always see the, like, Foxa and Lindell yes. out start overtime, and you'd be like, well, we're – play are you playing to win are you playing to like the other teams rolling out their guys who can score right away what, what, what are you playing to win are you playing to and so it's I, that's the other thing just to kind of continue on that that four line team that fox line now has to earn more minutes by doing something offensively where before there was never the mentality where you have to score to get minutes it was under rick bonus under jim montgomery the Fox line didn't have to score to keep getting minutes. Now they have to do more offensively to get minutes. And I think that opens them up and puts pressure on them to do that as well. It's just a, it's just a, it's just a more, it just leads to better offense. It's, it's just, it's just a reality of it. And it's, and it's more fun to watch. Just it's at, that at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's more fun to watch. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Sean, thank you so much. Monday, we'll be back at this, and we'll recap that Stars game on Saturday, and we will also open the mailbag via Twitter over the weekend where you guys can fire your questions off to Sean Shapiro. So really excited about that, excited for tomorrow night. Thanks for joining me today, Sean, and uh, have a wonderful weekend, my friend. Yeah, you too, and enjoy it, and everyone enjoy the uh, – I always love the afternoon hockey games on a Saturday because I, it's, I, always, I always – was a big fan of those because you could you get the game in you still had your saturday night you could maybe watch another game it's, yeah it's 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 the idea more after always a fan of the afternoon starts so that's a good one and, and as for someone who has kids it's always nice too where you're like ah we can get you can get the kids to the game too so and embrace the afternoon start everyone and uh have a good weekend yeah and i will say this um i, I know it costs a little bit of money but if you love the nhl then uh, subscribe to the NHL package. It is very similar to the NFL package, but what you do get is the Canadian feeds of games. And you get to see really cool commercials coming out of Nova Scotia, which I always um, love seeing, and the TV programs that are in Canadian television. But you also get what I think are some of the best broadcasters in this business with insight. You get the Elliot Friedmans. You get the Jeff Merricks talking about various moves and and what's happening across the NHL. And then they do a program, which I kind of wish we did here in America. It's called After Hours, where they sit down with the general manager or a player uh, or an owner, and they spend a few minutes talking about the game, but then they go back into their history. And it's so cool seeing these players recap and see pictures from their childhood. It's something we really don't have here on a regular basis, but I love seeing it because you get that personality out of the player that you might not see in a post-game press conference. Yeah, I mean, probably the closest thing we have in the United States is we just do it with football. It's kind of what you see, like, they'll try to pull out of, like, a college game day or something yeah. like that. Obviously, it's slightly different. That's more pre-game than post-game. But, yeah, it's kind of that. that's kind of what it is where it's kind of bringing a lot of that stuff. And it's, it's great. I mean, it's something where uh, one of the nice things about uh, – that package and then also like I, when i was someone when i was uh in high school in the detroit area you could get hockey night in canada right over the water mm. and everything like that too and so it's something where uh there's there's a nice element to it that's uh when about watching kind of uh 
watching Canadian Canadian television for hockey. There's, there's, and, and also, I always love seeing it's, it's harder now with the digital dashboards to see it, but I've always laughed at the name of Canadian pizza places where there's like Boston pizza, which <laughs> is nowhere in Boston. There's like pizza, there's oh. like pizza. There's like pizza one through 73. I think like the names of the Canadian pizza places is uh, someone could write an entire uh, dictionary on that. I think. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Not to mention the Tim Hortons commercials. And uh, you know, one of the other things I'll point out is the hockey night in Canada towel that doesn't have a sponsor on it. And if you want to look up a cool story, just Google search hockey night in Canada towel. And I don't know if you have experience with this, Sean, but I've talked to many players that take so much pride being interviewed with that towel around their neck. It's, 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 it's almost like a full pot. If you don't wear the towel when you're being interviewed. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like a it's one of those things where people you grew up watching the game on Saturday night and that's what you saw. And it just kind of becomes like a especially for Canadian players, it becomes almost that rite of passage if you get to if, if you're in that spot. Yeah, no, absolutely. So sorry to drag on. Just wanted to get that in while the stars are in Canada. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. And thank you so much for listening to Spits and Suds. And remember, uh, favorite us. It's on wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Download and spread the word. Our goal is to create Stars content for you. So for those Stars fans that say, hey, we need more content, 105.3 The Fan, we're trying to give it to you with a podcast three times a week. So thanks for listening, everybody. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.